Hey guys, welcome to Corporate Quitter. This is a new sort of episode. It's obviously a solo with me, but this is the first time recording in like a legit setup. So for those of you who are following me on Instagram or even now YouTube, because I'm apparently that's what the cosmos are putting in my world right now. You can see from this episode, it's actually a video. I have a full setup right now. So I have my Shure microphone attached to this boom art mic thing, whatever. I have a ring light set up. I have the purple back. Like I, it looks legit. I have my Sony camera. Like this is the most legit I think my setup has ever been. And that also says a lot because basically I've been a digital nomad for the past three years. So I'm like fully geeked right now. It looks really, really good. I think, I, I mean, I'll get your guys' feedback, but from what I'm seeing right now, I feel like a legit YouTuber slash podcaster as if I haven't just been pulling this out of my ass the entire time, kind of, sort of. Anywho, so today's episode, it actually works out perfectly just because of the nature of just everything that's going on, not only in the world, but in my life, but just the setup and everything that's happening. You know, I think about the past few years and how basically I feel like I've just, con I'm constantly winging it. And I've talked about this so many times and I've spoken to so many of you and you, a lot of you have to say the same thing, but it's really disheartening when you look at not just society, but my like entrepreneurial peers and things like that. And there are people who make it seem like they have it all together and all figured out and they're doing the same thing and they're consistently posting and all that stuff. And I always beat myself up about it because in my head, I'm thinking, oh, I'm just not consistent, right? Of the few things that I've done, I've taken hiatuses or I've taken breaks here and there. At one point in time, I was consistent. That was my first year in business, the first year doing the podcast, which I had major success from. But I realized I was replicating exactly what I was doing in corporate, right? Kind of that go, go, go versus like flowing and I don't know, actually fucking enjoying what I was doing. And so it was a bit disheartening when I'm trying to figure out how not to be in corporate, but even in the entrepreneurial world where you're self-employed, you end up falling into the same kind of run-of-the-mill sort of shit that everyone does but when you're employed by an employer. So it, it's been a quite a journey for me to figure out what I'm doing. And I think this instance too of, again, me sending this whole podcast up and uh, this whole legit setup happened like less than 24 hours ago. I, for whatever reason felt called to like play around with this and see if I could finally create the setup that I wanted. And I think the timing is also funny because after three years, I feel like I'm finally settling down a bit, which is, I know, crazy for the corporate quitter, but uh, I'm settling down a bit. I'm moving in with my current boyfriend. We have a studio set up. Like it's just, it's working out quite nicely. But the thing that I'm still super curious about with everything is just I, I just feel like I'm a blank canvas again, once again, right? This is not the first time. I feel like it happens seasonally as well as just like throughout different chapters of my life. It's not just within the season. Sometimes it randomly happens at different points of my life. I, I, there's no, I've tried over time with journaling and again, studying the moon cycles and the seasons and things like that to find data points on what would maybe trigger or come up with some cyclical nature of which would determine, oh, a change is going to happen or that feeling of being lost is going to happen, which I found some sort of correlation between the two, but they're not 100% accurate. And sometimes you just don't, you, there's no rhyme or reason or why things happen. But I think nowadays it's becoming a little bit more, how should I say, it's becoming more, I don't know, accepted to kind of be lost and it be actually a normal phase in life versus it being like, oh, you must be a loser because you don't know what you're doing. Now, 
the original reason I left corporate was because I was super frustrated with like the potential that I couldn't have, right? The monetary potential, the career potential, right? Climbing the ladder that never ended or just was mostly lateral and not, or mostly horizontal, never actually lateral. And just like the freedom of feeling like, oh, I could actually determine what how my life is going to go versus it being in the hands of someone else. But one of the hard things with entrepreneurship is that there's nothing but potential, right? Everything is an opportunity, especially when you're in the exploration mode and you're dabbling in new creative avenues like I have a zillion fucking times, right? I... I very much corporate quitter. Sure, it has its umbrella message of like, okay, we're quitting corporate. We're doing things unconventionally. But I think unlike a lot of my peers, I've done things that are all over the place. It's never really been a one-track mind. It's never been a one-track mission or vision. It's completely changed. I've completely changed. I'm now more of an artist than I am a creator, if anything. And even before that, I am I was a businesswoman. I would only be really strictly, seriously business and then moved into kind of creative. And it's just, it's been quite a journey. But the problem with that, right, with everything is the paradox of choice, right? It's a great thing, but it's also a super fucking overwhelming thing. And so when I now again at this blank kind of canvas moment, this crossroads again in my life, I think of a younger version of me who like, like I really wanted to create the empire. Like I wanted to be the next Jeff Bezos. I wanted to be that innovative bitch. Like I wanted to come up with that thing that would be marked in stone for futures to come where people are like, oh, that was the girl who did whatever. And, or even be the millionaire with dozens of employees. Like, but it's funny because now here I am again, like pursuing more artistry, more flow, more ease, and kind of taking myself out of those positions. And I'm realizing like, again, being in this game for three years and constantly facing that battle of like, what's, what is this all for, right? Why am I doing this? Why do I continually put all my money and my reputation on the line? Why do I keep, you know, kind of just going on this journey and not really a hundred percent knowing where I'm supposed to be headed towards it is that I, and again, like gurus preach, oh, you need to know your why, right? That's like the only, that's a requirement for doing anything. But what I've been really working on these past few years, but more specifically these past few months is like, what if you just did what you wanted to do simply because you wanted to do it? And so like last night's example of me setting up my whole podcast setup, which I have right now, which you'll see on YouTube, um, if you want to get a look at what it looks like, and for those of you who don't know what I look like, it could be a good introduction to introduce who I am to you. But, you know, I just simply had the craving to try it out, and I ended up having the time because I, I ran a half marathon last week, so my Cairo is like, you're not allowed to go exercise, like you're supposed to rest. So I'm like, damn, <laughs> so I didn't like that. Um, I don't really like to just stay still. So this was like, okay, I'll twiddle with my hands, right? And mess around with some tech. And this was kind of the result of that. But again, going back to that question of like, what if I just did things simply because I wanted to do them, right? So again, that could be more like bigger things about for some of you, right? Actually pursuing entrepreneurship, selling your services, goods and things like that. But it can even be small things of like, Oh, I'm actually going to paint this painting simply because I have the craving to do it, not because I'm necessarily good at it and not because I necessarily know what it's going to lead to, but I just, I just want to do it, right? There's this, all this fucking pressure in the world and within our friends and family and just fucking society where it's like, you need to be the next voice of the generation or like whatever title, whatever thing you want to basically put out there, you know, you want to be the most innovative, you want to create the next, whatever, does it actually fucking matter? Like, I mean, really, does it actually matter? 
And like, I, I'm not saying that it doesn't, right? I have huge dreams. For those of you who know me or have known me for a while, I want to do big shit. I want to experience all the things I can. I want, you know, I want to experience all the things I can in this world. I want to travel and see the world and experience all these cool things that like the creme de la creme of the human existence create, right? Writing books and, and documenting movies. And like, I don't even know. There are things that I don't even know yet that I want to know. I want to learn how to make macarons, like uh, stupid things that are not so stupid to me, but to other people, they have their own instances of what's important or what they're craving to create. But so again, like you don't have to do, you don't have to do what you do because you want to build a massive empire or vision or company or legacy or whatever, especially for those of you who don't want kids, who fucking cares? Like you can just do and create what, like what you want simply because you feel like doing it. Why is that such a problem? Why is that such a crime? And the other thing too, is that when you think about your life and everything, and just let's say creators in general, we use the umbrella term as creators. And whether you like that term or not, if you are creating something, whether it's online or not, you are a creator. And so when your story is the marketing, much like mine has been, like all you have to do is live, right? That's how you express your art is just basically living. And of course there's documenting and all that. But like when I think of the sex, when I think back on the success I've had in the podcast and all these different avenues and things that I've done and why I've cultivated maybe a small and intimate audience, but I've cultivated people in my world who I've never met in real life and they're diehard fans or they're just part of the community. And of course there are people who come in and out, but I think the only reason I really had it, you know, success with it was because I pursued something out of curiosity. Like really, I, I mean, when I started the podcast, it wasn't because I had this big vision of like, Oh, I want to change the world. I just was simply super curious, but podcasting and I wanted to document my journey. And honestly, the podcast served as a platform for me to publicly learn and ask questions of people who were doing the thing that I wanted to understand more about, right? Which is the greatest and easiest thing to do is like, wow, I get to cultivate an audience and create something just by talking to other people that I legitimately am curious about. What a what a great way to connect with people and share it with the world. Like, I don't know. Anyway, I'm obviously biased about podcasting, but I, I to put the kind of pressure on myself that I have, as well as I know a lot of you who are ambitious, uh, you know, it has done nothing but stifle my creativity. When I think about my first year in business, sure, I wasn't making that much money, but I was so thrilled and excited about what I was creating. And then once I had to have those serious conversations of like, oh, this needs to be a big movement and you need to make a lot of money and you need to have more followers and do all this stuff. That's when the stifling of my creativity came. That's when like I started to lose not a sense of myself because I think in losing myself, I found the actual version of myself that I want to be, but it became this, I don't even know this, this deep, dark hole of comparison. When you look at other people who are pursuing a different game than you are, right? We're all pursuing different games and the game will change over time, right? So my three years in business, I've changed the game more than three times, right? It's not just a year to year thing. It's been literally like bitch month to month. Like it's, that's how wild and crazy things have been. And 
there are times where I beat myself up and thinking, oh, you must be flaky or you must be non-committal because of those things. But I also am recognizing too that it's actually a gift to pivot early. So much like a relationship, much like a job, and you know this too, if you've, if you've, been, if you've had quite a few jobs like I have, especially in the corporate world, when you start a new job and you have that sinking gut feeling of like, oh no, I, this was not the right choice. I should not have taken this job. This is not the right team, like whatever the case may be but you stick it out because it looks good on your resume. You stick it out to see if it'll come out you know, better on the other end. And sometimes it does, but I would say more often than not, the times that I stuck it out in those jobs that within the first two weeks, I was like, this is going to end in flames. Both of those jobs were terrible, terrible experiences. And that's even kind of when I think about business too, because there is so much freedom and flexibility. And when I choose what to do and when to do it and also when to like cut fat or something away and or bring something new in or again start something then put it on the shelf for later to then pick it back up it could be really difficult because instead of working within the confines of what society has carved out for you right where we get promotions I don't know around the beginning of the year and we get our raises at the end of the year, like whatever that, or, you know, you know that you're going to get your bonus and like, I don't know, there's a sort of, you know, this, if you're in corporate, there's a sort of structure and kind of uh nicey, nice playing that happens when it comes to asking for raises and promotions and like lateral movement in companies and things like that. And so when you run the show yourself, it's really difficult to know what the right decision is of like, okay, should I go towards this or not? Is this something that I should cut down early because in the beginning I'm not feeling good about it? Or is this something that actually just makes me feel really uncomfortable because it's new? So I've had to flex my intuitive muscle, right? My, my actual gut and that feeling and the decisions I make and the emotions I have based on those decisions uh, quite a few times, like a lot, both in the small and big ways. And so now at this point, even though I still beat myself up about, oh girl, you're being flaky or non-committal. I'm learning that actually it's a gift in being able to discover early, hey, for me. Okay, I'll say that as a sign. Anyway, basically what I want to just kind of finish and wrap this episode up with is that in this next chapter of my life, and I hope for those of you too, as we approach the end of the astrological year, which I don't know, if you don't follow that, by all means, don't. But I, my body operates seasonally and I know in the winter months I end up feeling like a death and rebirth happen around springtime so I feel like my year hasn't fully started if that makes sense and it ends up having to pair with astrology but take it take that with a grain of salt but in this next chapter of my life right this rebirth phase that happens in spring when the seeds you've planted and have been cultivating and kind of snoozing under the soil have this moment to finally you know have their growing point right actually budding above the surface versus being dormant underground I I'd rather just create for the hell of it. Like at this point, I'm really, thank God, the people in my life, my, my boyfriend, my family, my friends, they are finally all these people who've been in my life either, either, either newly or for a while are getting on board with the idea of me just creating and being wild and not really 100% having a plan. And I think that's kind of the secret of life, right? A lot of entrepreneurs and creatives hack the fact that they recognize that they are art, right? We all are art. And so is our businesses and the things that live within our world. And so when you are the art piece and that continually being is being changing and expanding and like art never really has a final form even the things that are stored in you know in museums they're never fully finished you can always add to them so 
I just want to pursue this next chapter from the perspective of the muse, of the artist, of the creative, and just create for the hell of it versus chasing algorithms, likes, and all that stuff that I did in the first half of my business. Now, I don't know what that's going to bring, right? It could be it could be nothing. It could be just a fun experiment. It could lead to some things, but I think now, again, being in this for a few years, having steady income finally with the freelance business that I'm doing and all those things, I just like many of you, need a fucking break from the pressure that, sure, at first it was corporate that was putting pressure on me, but now it's the societal pressure of entrepreneurship. So I'm going to leave it like that. I hope you guys have been really graceful with yourself. This winter has been, I think, collectively a lot better than last year's winter uh, in terms of emotions and the things that are going on and you know, from what I've heard from you guys, some of you have quit and you're making progress on some of your things and you're still kind of frustrated because it seems like it's taking a really long time. But remember that the small moments lead to big moments. So I'll leave it at that. I'll talk to you guys soon. Please check out the YouTube. I'm going to keep doing these. I think I really like them. I think I like being on camera, but we'll see. I'll, I hope I will see how it goes, but have a great week guys. And I will talk to you soon.